the MP3 files and listen and watch video files. How come? I don't understand anything. <laughs> so now I have to make sure I speak in Vietnamese as per their request. So please bear with it. And besides, Kim Jing is here. So she's the one who transcribed the Vietnamese record. Actually, she's uh, doing us a big favor. Do you know that after I speak Dharma, I forget everything. I really have a hard time. And I speak and then I forget. My, you know, that's how I replenish my system quicker. I don't, I don't keep anything. So, besides, I don't prepare my lectures either. I speak because of the moment. And, uh, and, uh, so what Kim Dien has been doing is that, uh, this first time in our sutra explanation, I explained five sutras now. I printed five sutras now. And all the five sutras that I, we, we've committed to printing, to publishing, they basically are different from my original lectures because I don't remember what I lectured at all. You know, for example, you know, we have a slide like this today, like slide 283. This is what I was prepared like two years ago. Okay? And then I looked at it this week to see what I'm going to say. Okay? And uh, so I thought I'm going to say, and then... Uh, person like Peter or Jimmy comes and says, oh, I have this question. <laughs> and it's outside all my preparation. So I respond to that. And that's why there's no way to remember everything I prepared for. So, so what King Dian is doing is very important because it helps me remember uh, the major point that's made in these slides beyond what's prepared for. So we really appreciate it. So what happened is that, for example, in this Raja Sutra, a lot of what I explained is I would say around 40%, 50% beyond what's prepared. So that's the case. Uh, in the all prior sutra, I lost about 30% of what I explained. The Dharma I explained with time transcription. I don't have time. No. Uh, I can't have time to go through all those <coughs> audio files again. So that's why we lost a lot. So what India is doing is helping me save a lot of time. The explanation of Raja Sutra, the way it has been explained before. So, uh, anyway, uh, we are we are um, at the middle part of the slide here, where Shibuti is the foremost person in the Buddha's disciples to understand emptiness, okay. meaning that since the moment is born. Is destined to understand emptiness away. Because at the first day that he was born, the very day he was born, uh, into a very rich family, okay, all the treasure stores in the family household disappeared. All the grain, all the gold, all the silver, all the jewels that back then they wouldn't put in the bank, but they would put in the old storehouse, they all emptied out. On the day he's born. So everyone said, such excellent professional thieves. How can they get, move everything, you know, seven storehouses? And we don't even know about it. Okay? And then, and they reported to the police and everything, of course, but, uh, the police, as you know, they just basically call the police and not so much for protection. Uh, uh, they couldn't figure it out and, 
And after Venbo Shubuti's uh, birth, seven days later, one week later, all the storehouses were restored as before. So this is a, a, a this boy, this new, new, newborn boy, is associated with emptiness, connected to emptiness. It is empty all the treasures that is valuable to all of us, all of you. And this guy here says, with my birth, I will, you know, I'm born in this kind of circumstances, and yet I will free myself in circumstances and I'll have all of it. But he later became one, and he understood about everything. So, and he's, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's the, uh, uh, the, uh, the receiving hand of the sutra. Buddha explained the principle is to Venmoshubuti. And because he's best at being able to understand uh, the principle in the Vasha Sutra, in the Prajna teaching, because the basis of that is emptiness. Okay. So he is the most, he, he is leadable to develop the most profound understanding of the Buddha's teachings on the Sutra. That's why he's chosen to be on the receiving end. So the Buddha here in this section is uh, explaining about the state of, of four stages, aha, which is an extraordinary, extraordinary state. The four stages, aha, we've been discussing this uh, state for the last three weeks, three, four weeks. Uh, in the stage of the four stage, aha, that's when you first begin to truly understand. Before that, you don't know what emptiness is yet. Okay? Ah, then, yeah, thank you. 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 Thank No, it is. Okay. Well, luckily, you only have five people today, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, so, that is uh, because uh, speaking of understanding, ông này ông hỏi là cái người tứ quả là hiểu được cái không. 
À, okay, thầy nói đúng, thứ hòa là cái trình độ thấp nhất mới bắt đầu hiểu được cái không. Okay. By the way, okay, emptiness as a concept, okay, meaning that uh, you understand the concept, the definition of emptiness. Anyone can read a book and recite and, and repeat what a concept of emptiness is. Okay? Uh, cái không là một cái quan niệm, một cái khái niệm mà ai phải đọc sách cũng hiểu cái khái niệm là cái gì. It's called intellectual understanding. It's called literary understanding. Literary wisdom. It's called wisdom, by the way. It is wisdom. Buddhist wisdom. Okay? When you read a book, you read these principles, you wear these principles, that is called literary wisdom. Anyone can get that. And by the way, it's not easy to get literary wisdom. It isn't at all. Why? Why is that? Uh, cái cái đồ hiến từ tiên hết đó thì cái không là cái trình độ gọi là cái văn huệ người ta đọc về cái giáo lý của cái không về cái, về cái giáo lý của, của cái của, của, của cái Phật Phật giáo yes text why is it not precisely it is so difficult because the reality of it is that I ask you You read so many books out there and a lot of essays on the internet. How do you know which one is, is proper? How do you know? Do you? Are you sure? You don't know, right? So it causes problems in us, right? We read, is this author right? Is this contradiction here between this book and the next book? Uh, this cites some Korean sources, some other cites some Indian sources, some other cites some Chinese sources and so on. How do you know which one is correct? They all claim to be right. They all claim to be sages. How do you know now? Okay? You can just tell. You can just tell. That's correct. Do you know that? He's right. It may sound, uh, it sound ridiculous, but he's, he's so right. vấn đề là, là mình đọc nhiều sách quá, có nhiều cái tài liệu quá, mình biết nguồn gốc từ đâu hết, mà ai cũng nói là đúng hết. Thì cái văn học nó khó cho đó, cái văn huệ nó khó cho đó, tại mình không biết cái nào đúng. We simply don't know which one is correct. I'm telling you that because it's my personal experience. Let me tell you. It, oh, I was so frustrated for several years of reading books after books and after books. And every time I read a book, let's say on a Vasha Sutra, I see contradiction here and there all the time. You know what? It, plays a game with your mind. He says, you sit there and you meditate and you say, wait a minute, this sounds right, this side, and then, and then another section is incorrect, another section, and so you see so much conflict. And for several years, let me tell you, I struggle with the fact that I don't know which one is correct. So what? Yeah, it is so frustrating. It's frustrating because, because, because you know, after a while, you know how, what I did, how I did it? I began by garbage dumping. Because just like many of you, many, most of us, intellectuals, we read books, don't we? We do research, don't we? We're supposed to do research. We go to school, we train to do research, right? And research requires reading. Read everything and synthesize, right? 
And that is worldly knowledge. That's what you need to do. For transcendental knowledge, you can't do that. Okay? Because for the very problem I just described to you, conflicting information, it's not, excuse me, about synthesizing at all with world, with world transcending knowledge or wisdom. It's about getting the proper knowledge. So, uh, it depends on who you are. Just if like myself, beforehand, I'm sorry, this is, I'm not sure I can remember to translate into Vietnamese, but luckily I started telling Kim Dean that maybe she should transcribe directly from English to Vietnamese right away, <laughs> before I forget. <laughs> so what happened is that when you're confused, you have no choice. Okay? You cannot tell one from the other. So what do you do? What I did is, I relied on something that was uh, designed by the Buddha. He designed a lineage of patriarchs who certify each other. For example, my teacher is a patriarch of that lineage. And before that, he was certified by his own teacher, Venerable Xu Yun. You heard of Venerable Xu Yun? Very famous monk to the West. Okay? And so each patriarch is certified by the order, the prior patriarch. They certify that this person understands Buddhism and knows how to teach Buddhism. Ah, so instead of reading a lot of garbage, which I did, I read so many books. And in the end, you know what I did? I dumped everything. I sat there and said, this monk, no good. So whenever I meditate, all these, his teachings came up, came, come back. See, the problem with knowledge is that, is that you store it into your hard drive, your memory. And then, every now and then you remember bits and pieces of it. Am I, am I correct? Is it what happens to you too? Right? You read something, and every now and then you remember, right? You have flashes of recalls, right? And that's the problem. You're recalling incorrect information. Okay? So it's a waste of time. So what I ended up doing is dumping a lot of garbage. I just, I just threw out everything that I learned. I said, no. If it comes up, I said, it comes from that person. I said, no. Out. And that's how you, you, you lighten your load. You carry less baggage. Okay? You need to do that first, by the way. Before you reach emptiness and beyond, then you begin to understand the principles. Then afterwards, okay? Then you can read junk and you can see goodness in it. Is it making sense? I, trust me, that's a process I had to go through to, to decipher what is proper, what is improper. Okay? So nowadays, for example, I still spend two hours reading a translation from a, a, uh, uh, a person who, in English, who, about a certain Chan master, which a certain teacher, 
a Japanese teacher. He says, I've been following this teacher for 22 years, 22, 20, 20 years. So I'm transcribing his lecture. So I said, this is one of the patriarchs in my lineage. Okay? So I respectfully sat there and read the documentation on the internet for two hours. Okay? From beginning to end. Because it happened to be a translation of the teachings from a patriarch, a Chinese patriarch. Okay? I read it, I spent uh, two hours reading it. At the end, I said, all of this is junk. He doesn't understand what he's talking about. That's the problem we have with the books you find out there. They spend a lot of time, a lot of research writing it, but they don't penetrate the meaning of what those teachers are saying. Okay? So that's the problem inherent in translation. Okay? So, uh, you really have no choice. Do you, if you don't know, don't try to read too many books. It's worth, it's not worth it. Your time is too invaluable to waste it on junk, which I did for many, many years. Okay? If I were you, you want to learn about the true principles, stick to the patriarchs. Even like people like me, you shouldn't, you should listen and you say, okay, but <laughs> he's not a patriarch. I'm serious. Okay. You have to compare everything you read against what the patriarchs are saying. Then you say. Am I making sense? You must have uh, the fundamental knowledge that is proper. And you add to it. And it's easy to decipher. My luck is that I started out immediately with Master Shainwa's teachings. So naturally, I went through the process of comparing. Okay? A lot of new information I read, I read. And then I threw out a lot of things. But whatever I didn't understand, or whatever is not taught by Master Shenhua, stuck in my memory banks, keep on popping up. And then, in the end, I have to throw them all out. Because they are truly incorrect. Okay? Let me tell you, you may be reading books for the next 30, 40 years like the researchers do, the academia does. But unless you have enough samadhi power, you cannot penetrate. Okay? So that's why, that's why a lot of people in a worldly sense are very knowledgeable, they're very smart, they know a lot of things, they can out, you know, out debate me in terms of principles, you know, a lot more principles than we do, but they don't have the depth. They have the breath, they don't have no death. Buddhism is about death. It's not about breath at all. Breath doesn't matter in Buddhism. Okay? You need to go get to the heart of what the problem is. What the true principles driving all of this is. Okay? Is it clear? So, uh, stick, going back to your question, uh, you stick to the uh, patriarch's teachings, and whatever new teachings you hear of, it should be should be consistent with the patriarch spirit of teaching the patriarchs. Is it clear? It helps. So what you stick, you do is you you. If I were you, I stick to the main line of patriarchs in the history of Buddhism, Orthodox Buddhism. 
For example, Master Shenhua is the latest one we know of. Okay, read read his stuff, and read the stuff from his uh, prior the prior patriarchs if you can. That's one thing. And then Buddhism also has a lot more schools. So each school has their own patriarchs as well. Okay? Stick to those, then you're safe. Yes? He has uh, the Chan school he belongs to is a Weiyang school. Weiyang school. But the Master Shenhua is the patriarch of the major lineage of Buddhism, the main lineage called Orthodox Buddhism, okay, or proper Dharma Buddhism. That is, the first patriarch is Mahakashyapa, who was designated as patriarch by Shakyamuni Buddha himself. Okay? Mahakashyapa. Because uh, the Buddha, Shakyamuni Buddha, named Mahakashyapa, the first monk, to be the first patriarch. Okay? And then Mahakashyapa, by the time he's done, let me tell you how, how, how he passed on, uh, the, uh, the, uh, uh, and then he, 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 uh, he, um, he passed on, he passed on the patriarchship to the next, the second patriarch, who is Ananda. You recognize the name? Ananda is the, in charge of collecting all the sutras. Because he has photographic memory. Whatever the Buddha said once, he will never forget it. So he will used to follow the Buddha everywhere. He listen to all his sermons. He, he can recite it by heart. Every single word. Well, without missing a word. So that's why later Venerable Ananda was designated as second patriarch. Okay? And so on and so on. Until we, yesterday we talked about Bodhidharma, which is I believe the 28th patriarch from India, and last Indian patriarch, and the first Chinese patriarch as he went to China. Okay, and then Master Shrinhua, and then and then then Venerable Bodhidharma designated as next patriarch and so on. So that's a direct lineage of patriarchship from Shakyamuni Buddha. All of them are enlightened people, by the way. Okay. Most of them are very, very advanced. Like Master Shenhua is very, very advanced. So Master Shenhua is a 44th patriarch. Stick to them. You cannot go wrong. If I were you, if I say something that is not consistent with anything they say, then I am wrong. I assure you of that. Okay? So, that's what you do. You, the major patriarchship, you go along that lineage. And you, that you say. And then for each school, like for example, Master Shenhua is also a patriarch in a Chan school, Chan school called Weiyang school. The Chinese also have five Chan schools. Okay? And the Weiyang is the, the school that Master Shenhua belongs to. Okay, he's a patriarch. So in terms of Chan, the, the patriarchs there and so on. Okay? Uh, for example, a lot of famous monks, they may be famous to you, but they're not patriarchs to us. So it, 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 uh, it really limits your exposure to only the proper information, the proper theory. Okay, going back, I don't know, I can explain this in Vietnamese. Kim Dien, did you get all that? 
Yeah, okay, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> it's kind of nice because when I translate, I don't do a good job translating, and then it breaks my chain of thoughts. So let me only try to translate, stress the things that I feel more are important. Okay, so please bear with me. I appreciate it. Um, the, uh, where was I? Oh, we're talking about, uh, uh, the proper information and literary knowledge. And I, we started by saying literary wisdom is so difficult because you cannot decipher what is proper versus what is improper. That's why we talked about the patriarchs and sticking to the patriarchs teachings if you don't know. And, and again, I need to emphasize to you, don't go for volume, for quantity, go for quality. The transcendental stuff is about quality, it's not quantity at all. You know, just, just the proper information is more important than the volume of information. Okay? Now, so we had a problem with the, with the literary wisdom because, because uh, because we, as Texas said, it is very difficult to be, have the chance to be exposed to the proper wisdom. Okay? Because let me tell you, of all the books printed out there, of all the website information you find out there, most of them are, are incorrect. And you cannot tell. You cannot tell. And you know, I, I used, let me tell you, Peter, I used to be so impressed by monks who, who published like volumes upon volumes of sutras. I said, wow, this must be Bodhisattva. He explains about the flowered woman sutra. He explains about the most advanced texts in Buddhism. Okay? And, and so they, he, uh, they so, everyone so impressed by it. You know, what they did is they, they, Collected all the patriarchs' information and synthesized them. It's intellectual work. It's not. It's not true. True knowledge work. So, the problem with synthesis in Buddhism is this. Let me stress this for your sake again. When you synthesize information from the patriarch, and when you are not, you don't really have true understanding. Your synthesis is wrong. You take one line of teaching from this patriarch and combine the next line of teaching with the next patriarch on the same topic. Logically, on paper, it makes sense. Okay? Academically speaking, semantically speaking, it may make sense. Because the same word, the same kind of context. But, when I look at the way these guys are put these things, these paragraphs are put together, I see they, they are discordant. They're not talking about the same thing at all. For example, to be, to help you out, for a little example, uh, this patriarch may be talking about this, well, well, this principle, principle A, uh, let's say emptiness, but his speech, he directed what? At six people that day. So far, so good? Because the principles is 
the way he explains it is to help you understand. Okay? And the second patriarch, okay, explains the same principle of emptiness, but it's to a different audience. So, what he's trying to explain is entirely different. Am I making sense to you? Right? That's right. Different level of understanding. So you cannot synthesize them at all. They're not the same teaching at all. And that's the problem with intellectual compilation. It's wrong. Okay? So, don't try, you know, don't, don't, you cannot synthesize until after you understand. So, for example, if since, if since as long as we are on this topic, for example, uh, the one first authors, the first kind of authors you can throw out right away are what kind of authors? Lay people. Throw them out right away. Don't bother. Lay people have no business explaining Mahayana. You know why? Because if lay people the kind of lay people who truly understand will not explain Mahayana themselves. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Professors. Professors. Yes. But then clearly they are they are priests, but they, they take the same lifestyle as we are. So yes. you call did you would you classify them as lay persons or priests? I would call them priests. You call them priests, but they maintain the same lifestyle as us. Same. I call them priests because because of recognition of their status in their society. I'm being respectful. Just being respectable and recognition only, right? It's no need to offend people. Yeah. <laughs> it's safe to offend them when it's only in a small crowd of six. <laughs> they cannot possibly penetrate the meaning. Yeah. For example, if you see emptiness, we talked the last few weeks about emptiness, okay? These people, four-stage are in emptiness. Okay, they begin to understand, have some true wisdom. Guess what happens to them? They have no more what? Kim Dean? No more what? Desire. Desire. No yeah. Desire. Yes, yes. Yeah, you see? So that why, even at the lowest level of true understanding, transcendental understanding, they don't want a family anymore. There's no, they don't, don't see the need for a family anymore. You see? So, it tells you right away that, that my point is that, you know, if, if, uh, it doesn't matter how you call them, how you label them. It could be like me. You could look at a person like me as well, Kim Dee, and you say, if you know that I have, uh, you know, <laughs> girlfriends, <laughs> boyfriends, <laughs> then you know that, that there's no sense in listening to my Dharma talks anymore. Okay. Because, because I'm talking about something 
that requires that kind of detachment. Am I making sense to you? If I don't, I cannot understand this, how can I explain it to you? I cannot use other people's words to explain to you. To me, it's a waste of time. Okay? So, flay people basically are non-sanghans. Okay? Even some sanghans, to me, are lay people. I'm not fooled by the appearances. Okay? The standard is that, is that, uh, these people, uh, are the people that the Buddha decreed that they will transmit the Buddha Dharma. So therefore, I'm not saying that they are better than the lay people, all of them better than lay people. They're not. Agree? They're not. I'm not saying that. I w- I'm saying that many lay people I know of are enlightened, are better than most Sanghans that I met. Okay? That's a fact. But these lay people I know of, they would not be teaching the Buddha Dharma. They would not. Why? Because that would be to go against the Buddha's decree. The Buddha is very clear. He says, my Buddha Dharma will be transmitted by monks. Yes? It doesn't go so far to say they wouldn't discuss it with their family or close No, they would. They would. But they're gonna go, they're not gonna go stand up there and say, I'm gonna lecture to you about the Vajra Sutra. Never do that. Never. I'm gonna write a book on meditation. Never. Why not? Because they would be going against the Buddha's decree as well as they're competing against their own teachers. They don't ever want to compete against their own teachers. Okay? Does it make sense to you? Okay. So, what I'm saying is, even though these lay people have real understanding, great understanding, there are quite a lot of them, but they would never tell themselves, announce themselves as teachers of Mahayana. Never, ever. So they'd never lecture, they would never write a book, okay? They would never claim that they understand Mahayana. Unless, unless what? Yeah. Unless the teacher tells them to. Unless the teacher, when they tell them, they mean they certify that's Mahayana. That's the process, by the way, that patriarchs do for each other. Mahakashyapya say, I was certified by Shakyamuni Buddha. I certify that Bhairava Ananda understands Mahayana. Okay? And therefore, I name him as, nominate nominated him as a patriarch. And Venmo Ananda nominated the third patriarch. And so on, and so on, and so on. So right, right now, in our age, Venmo Shenhua is the last known patriarch. He already designated the second American patriarch already, okay? It's up to him to decide when he's gonna announce it to the world, okay? It's none of my business, okay? But, 
but what happens is that these enlightened teachers, they recognize, for example, that let's say text has a, uh, is a enlightenment. Is it possible? <laughs> yeah? <laughs> okay, so for example, the, this, this enlightened patriarch says, well, I have an enlightened this, uh, this, uh, student here, okay? And he understands certain things, okay? So what he does is that, hey, text, will you come up here and explain the Dharma? Okay? And the text says, yes, I'll explain the Dharma. Because he does it under the umbrella of his teacher, his monk. That's his respect for his teachers and for the Buddha's instruction. Is it clear? So it, 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 it frees yourself on, it frees you from get rid of a lot of authors that are not, that are not, uh, true teachers. Okay? And of course I have, a, a, a disciple who says, I want to teach Buddhism, I want to learn the most of you, the, the, and uh, make a living out of it, or, or devote my life teaching Buddhism, help people, and I said, you really want to do that? You have to be a monk. To be a true teacher of Buddhism. Meaning, no girlfriends. <laughs> okay. We started, we got, uh, we got, uh, we got, um, sidetracked again. Uh, told you I can't prepare for these lectures. So anyway, so we talked about literary wisdom, meaning that you are exposed to the proper principles. So far so good? That is called literary wisdom. Okay? Now, Here's what happens. Along the line, what text just said. Once you're exposed to the proper principles, it registers in your psyche. Lifetime after lifetime. Believe it or not. So what happened is that in subsequent lifetimes, you listen to the principles again. What happens? It sounds right. It feels right. God ever got that experience? You know, you know, like, this sounds right. It feels right. It's your gut feeling that tells you that, yeah, yeah. Okay? That's why it's important. And by the way, it's the same thing. If you listen to the wrong principles, it stays with you lifetime after lifetime. And guess what? They'll come, these deviant teachers, they'll come and look for you again as disciples. And the more you listen to it, the more you believe in them. And the more you give your fortune to them. 50%, 90 percent, 100 percent. Okay? All right. So, if you, the nice thing about the true principles is that, is that when you read these, it happened to me a lot when I read Master Shainwan, I have this constant series of, aha, 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 it feels right, it feels right, it feels right, it feels right, it feels right. And the, the frequency of this, 
make me feel comfortable, make me believe that this is approach two principles. Okay? Alright. So that's only at the level of literary wisdom. Okay? That is as far as it, you can go. That's it. You know about it. You heard it before. You heard it again. That's about it. Okay? It sounds right. Okay? Intellectually, gut feeling says it feels good. It feels proper. But the some next level is contemplative wisdom. Okay? Cái văn huệ, cái kia gọi là quán huệ. Okay? Kim, kim điên, quán huệ là cái trình độ thứ nhì. Văn huệ là đọc sách đúng, nghe lời giảng đúng là văn huệ. Còn cái quán huệ là mình chỉ có được khi mà mình thấy được cái không, mình mới thấy cái quán huệ. What happened is at the next level, much more critical level understanding that aha moment, that transcendental aha moment, is called contemplative wisdom, meaning that your mind is empty. You understand emptiness. That's why it's called wisdom. Now, this wisdom here is very difficult to reach because you have to understand emptiness. What is this understanding emptiness? It's not about being able to discourse, discourse on this endlessly or write books about it endlessly. Okay? It can be summarized in the next few slides. That's it. You don't need a discourse. That's why I spend time lecturing you, name and list out all these principles. Because you know what? When is your time to reach and develop that contemplative wisdom, you will penetrate all the, in- the information on the slides I give you. Sounds good? Shall we continue? Mm, good advertisement, huh? Any other questions? Cái quán huệ nó quan trọng lắm, tại vì cái văn huệ là đã khó rồi. Cái khó văn huệ là chỗ là mình mình rất khó mà kiếm cái 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 sách mà cho đúng, người thầy cho đúng. Ok. Thành thành ra thành ra nó nó có nhiều cái sự xung đột với nhau lắm. Một người thầy giảng khác. Thành ra phải nên chọn cái vị tổ sư, chọn cái vị mấy tổ sư là những người họ chứng nhận nhau là họ biết về cái Phật pháp, họ biết cách dạy cái Phật pháp. Thì như vậy, học những cái từ những cái nguồn gốc đó thì đã văn hệ nó chính đáng, nó đúng, nó chính chắn. Okay. Để đó là mới trình độ đầu tiên thôi. Rồi xong phải tu, tu để mà uh, mở được cái 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 cái, cái định lực ấy mới thâm nhập được những cái huệ, những cái ý, những cái định định nghĩa đó, cái lý nghĩa đó, giáo lý đó thì mới gọi được là quán huệ. Okay. All right. Uh, here this Venerable is uh, the Buddha calls Venerable Shubhuti a no strife ahat, an ahat uh, uh, that uh, that is uh, uh, no strife, meaning he he doesn't fight, he has no more desire, he has no more greed, he has no more anger. You can yell at him, you can insult him. Okay, he does he does not get angry. 
he has no more desire. He, you can tempt him. He can give him a lot of money and give him a lot of uh, uh, palaces and give him a lot of nice cars. He's not tempted. He can't bribe him. Okay? So he has no more desire. Okay? Uh, his uh, all longings have ceased and he's foremost free from desire. That's what is defined as purity in Buddhism. Purity is not about a lack of dust or a lack of uh, dirt. Okay? Thì khi, khi uh, vô tranh A-la-hán là một cái vị mà không còn cái giận hờn, không còn cái tham lam nữa. Thì cái đó là cái cảnh giới gọi là thanh tịnh. Thanh bình với Phật giáo không phải là sạch sẽ, không phải là chùi cho nó sạch, phủi bùi cho nó sạch. Thanh tịnh này là cái thanh tịnh của cái sự vắng mặt của cái lòng tham, cái sự tham muốn. Purity is defined as absence of desire. So at the fourth stage, Ahat, okay, he is free from desire. That's why he truly understands emptiness. If you really understand emptiness, the the time when you think you understand emptiness, then at that point in time. You have no more desires. Is it clear? Because as long as you still like something, then your mind is still impure. It's not empty yet. Cái cái người mà mà thanh tịnh là cái người không còn cái lòng tham nữa Tại vì nếu trong cái tâm quý vị Mà còn bất cứ một cái tham vọng nào Một cái tham dục nào ấy, Thì cái tâm quý vị nó chưa thật sự là không The mind Excuse me That is empty Will not attach to anything Cái tâm Nó không Nó không còn chấp trước cái gì nữa clear? And Subhuti here says, I do not have the thought to have obtained a no-stripe samadhi or, I, or even have certified ahatship or number one among men, a foremost the ahat, free from desire. Subhuti himself, he says, I have no such thought. That's why the Buddha certified me to be a no-stripe ahat. Because I don't have a thought that I'm an ahat or I have attained no-stripe samadhi. Because those would be thoughts. He's free from thoughts. Okay, that's why he's an old tribe. Ah, thành ngài tu bồ đề nói Đức Phật nói là con đã chứng nhận rằng con là không còn cái tư tưởng nói là con đã đắc được cái vô tranh định hoặc là chứng được cái quả la hán hoặc là đệ nhất trong 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 loài người thì như vậy là vẫn còn cái tư tưởng tư tưởng còn tư tưởng rồi cái tâm nó vẫn còn chưa không chưa trống. Yes. Nice try, Tex. You're putting words in my mouth. Yes, you did. Did I say they have, he has the thought? 
that I have no thought. You put it, the, that words in my mouth. What do you say in the slide? It says, should we do things that I do not have that thought? Yeah. Yeah, but did, did I put down here Shubhuti things? Well, he said it. Said it. He said it. Text. He said it to, in order to explain to you and to me. Okay. That thought there is associated with his explanation. But by itself, he would not have any thoughts, such thought. Does it make sense? This is, it's called compassion and kindness. If he sits by himself, okay, let's say he sits in a room, or sits out there in the tree, who he wouldn't have no such thoughts. It's only when he's with the Buddha, that's when bad things happen to him. Now he starts thinking about, how do I talk to the Buddha? For the sake of us. Help us understand. Okay? All right. Because he says, if I have such a thought, then it cannot be called pure. Meaning, at least I have the desire to inform you that I have no such thought. Right? Yeah. And therefore, uh, uh, therefore he cannot be the one that, uh, that would not contend. Uh, ông này có người uh, lý luận của thầy thầy uh, nói tại sao cái tư tưởng nó tôi không có cái tư tưởng đó uh, là, là 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 sao nói là vẫn còn cái tư tưởng đó là cái tưởng cái tư tưởng là tôi không có tư tưởng thì thầy nói đâu có đó nếu mà cái người a la hán ở một mình đó, thì ông hoàn toàn có tư tưởng hết cái lý do ông có cái tư tưởng này tại ông cần giảng pháp cho mình nghe okay. tại còn bất cứ cái tư tưởng nào thì gọi là thiếu cái thanh tịnh không thể nào nói là không thể nói là mình mình không có tham dục nữa. Okay. Any other questions? Two eighty four, tấm hai trăm tám mươi bốn. This is a very important point. When you cultivate the way, you should not involve in competition. You should not fight to be number one. Okay, that's very important. Okay, cái phần này phần quan trọng. Thầy xin nhắc là quý vị, nếu quý vị thực sự mà đi tu, đang tu hành, thì không thể nào tranh giành, tránh cái sự tranh giành. Okay, because when you cultivate the way, let me tell you, people will come and challenge you and get you into a fight. That's just like, you know, the key be told, you stay in your own temple, you don't go outside anymore. You just say, I want to cultivate, I want to explain Dharma here only. And then, it's not enough. People will walk through the front door in the Buddha hall while you're lecturing, and they say, I want to take this from you, I want to take that from you, because it belongs to me, it belongs to and so and so. They will pick a fight with you. Why? Because they're testing to see whether you are cultivating or not. Okay? So, to say that you not, should not involve in competition actually means that if you cultivate, people will come and pick a fight with you. They will not leave you alone. 
And that's true cultivation, by the way. You know, because it's easy, Kindi, it's so easy to say that I don't fight, right? I know I should not fight. It's a should here, right? There's a should. See, it's very subtle, teaching very subtle. Okay? You should not, meaning that you'll be challenged to engage in a fight. That's why. That's the nature of cultivation. You understand now? They'll come and pick a fight with you. No two ways about it. That's when you appreciate it. You say, wow, should I? Should I? Shouldn't I? <laughs> that is cultivation. It's so easy for you to cultivate folks going out in the mountains when you no one comes and bothers you. Okay? True cultivation occurs when you're challenged. Okay. Cái phần này phần quan trọng. Thầy nhấn mạnh cho các vị nghe là thầy nói trong cái tấm 284 đi trong số ta 284 này là cái người mà tu hành là không nên đấu tranh, không nên giành, làm số một, làm số hai. Cái không nên này cái chữ quan trọng. Ok. Cái người tu hành là không nên đấu tranh. Có nghĩa là sao? Ý nghĩa rằng là khi quý vị tu sẽ có người tới kiếm chuyện quý vị. Mình ngồi mình mình tính giảng kinh thì nó tới nó vào nó phá nó đòi lấy lấy đồ lấy đạp nó chửi lên nó chửi xuống nó mắng nó nhiếc nó chửi giờ bới ung tùm hết để làm cái gì để nó kiếm chuyện để nó bắt mình đấu với nó thế đó mới thực sự là tu hành cái tu hành á là mình khi mình bị như vậy mình tự hỏi mình á mình nên đấu mình không hay là mình nên đấu là không mà khi mình chọn mình không đấu thì mới gọi là tu hành còn chứ đâu chứ cái đó mà thực sự là tu còn tu đâu phải là mình núp ở một cái trong cái xó núp ở trên rừng trên núi rồi xong rồi nói không có ai mà tới làm phiền mình hết thành mình gọi là tu không phải đâu cái tu mà thiệt sự là ngay trong cái cái cái, cái thị xá đó mà nó tới nó phá mình nó tới nó chửi bới nó tới nó 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 nó, nó đổ mình đủ thứ tội hết đó. để nó đòi mình đấu với nó đó mới thực sự là tu hành ok that's that's real cultivation All right. Yeah. And people who cultivate should be like water. Cái người mà tu hành phải giống như nước. Like quoting Lao Tzu, the founder of Taoism, is actually he's an ahar. Okay, and he says superior goodness is like water. Thì ngài lão tử phải nói rằng là cái cái thường thiền đó. Nó giống như nước. Because the water benefits a myriad of things and does not contend with them. Tại vì cái nước nó làm nó làm lời cho đủ thứ hết, mọi vật mà không bao giờ cạnh tranh với đó. In particular, it flows to places which repel mankind. Nhất là nó nó tới những cái chỗ mà cái loài người không dám tới. Người người gây tởm. Okay. He dares of them go to ugly places. Okay? To help the ugly. And that's, thus it approximates the way. Thành cái đó nó, 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 nó gần với cái đạo. 
có thân cần với cái đạo. What is the way? The way according to Taoist as Lao Tzu taught it. The way is the way of nature. Okay, you don't go against nature. Like water, it flows. It never fights. It never does anything against nature. Okay, này cái cái đào này đào bên đào bên bên đào giáo đào là cái thiên nhiên là cái tự nhiên nó không bao giờ cạnh tranh nó vô tranh nó vô chấp. Is it clear? That is a state, a very high state of wisdom. Okay, everything is natural. Okay, the natural here is natural goodness. Unfortunately, the Taoists didn't spell it out for them. Lao Tzu didn't spell it out for them. The real nature is the nature of goodness. It's the ultimate nature. It's the nature of goodness. Any questions? cái đạo này là cái đạo thiệt ra ngài bên ngài đạo giáo mấy cộng tử mấy đà lão tử nó giảng chưa kỹ đó cái 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 đạo này là cái đạo cái đạo của cái cái tự nhiên của cái thiên nhiên và cái đạo tự nhiên thiệt ra thiệt ra đó nó sâu hơn là cái đạo của cái cái cái, cái tuyệt tốt của cái tốt đáng tiếc là lão tử chưa giảng tới tới nơi tới chỗ two eighty five the one mark is no mark World honored one, if I had the thought I have attained ahadship, then the world honored one would could not say, Shibuti is the foremost of those who delight in practicing arana. And since Shibuti actually has no practice, he's called Shibuti who delights in practicing arana. Yeah, try to make sense of this. <laughs> it bothered me too. I read this, and yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> and that's the nice thing about this, that you... You just read it and don't try to understand. The, there is a humor behind it, and there, actually there's a lot of depth behind it as well. And this is the nature of learning about Buddhism. When you listen to the true principles, it does not have to make sense to you. It's more important to listen to it first. That's the part I forgot to mention when I explain about literary wisdom. Literary wisdom is exposure, not understanding. Just be exposed. Just read it, read it, and read it, and read it. That's all you do. If you understand, fine. You don't understand, that's fine too. Why? Why? Plant the seeds. What else? For future understanding. What else? What else? Quickly. Why is it important just to read the principles and not and not insist on understanding it? Why? Yes. Well, you don't want to use your discriminating mind. That's right. You don't want a discriminating mind. Don't discriminate. Don't think. You get it. Fine. You don't get it. It's okay too. Okay. Let me translate this. This is very important. Tại sao nghe cái chánh pháp, nghe cái giáo lý đàng hoàng, à, cái để để được cái văn huệ đó thì không cần phải hiểu, 
Lý do thứ nhất What's the first reason? Okay Oh, never mind <laughs> I forgot already Plant the seeds Okay A future understanding Thank you See, Kim Diem is getting desperate <laughs> And number two Non-discriminating mind À, là cái, là cái, cái lý do thứ nhất á là mình trồng cái chủng tử để trong tương lai mình hiểu thứ nhì mình 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 bớt cái tâm phân biệt đấy đừng có đòi à, cái phân biệt là 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 cái này cái nọ mình tâm suy nghĩ đó ok so understand that if the understanding has been natural again if it un, if you get it fine you don't get it it's okay you get it down the road ok and number two don't try to discriminate too much your mind is still thinking too much ok just read Number three is more subtle. What is number three? I forgot. I just forgot. Yes. No, it's very subtle. This is I have to point it out to you. This is why all of you are are dead in the waters right now. Okay. This is number three. No one ever dare explain to you. Cái lý do thứ ba này không ai dám giảng cái gì hết Ngày nay thầy giảng tại thầy thấy ít người ta nói Nó Phật lòng của vài người không sao hết Cái lý do thứ ba là tại vì Không được đòi hiểu Tại cái đòi hiểu là cái lòng tham Có lòng tham nó không thể nào hiểu được Nghe rõ không Kim đi Cái đó nó tế gì dễ sợ Vì cái lòng tham nó mà không thể nào hiểu được Ok, where were we? <laughs> I'm playing with you. <laughs> Number three, very, very important. Anyone talk about number one, number two? That's clear. <laughs> I'm, I'm choosing my words, making sure the text gets it. Number three, it's very subtle. You may not should not insist on understanding. You should not insist on understanding. Because, why not? Because to insist on understanding is the greedy mind. He says, my time is important. I don't have time to waste. I need to understand this. I don't want to waste my time. That is greed. And arrogance. You get it? Very subtle. All of you. That's your, that's your problem. That's why you can't understand. Because if you have that kind of mind, say, I'm too busy. I'm too important. My time is valuable. I don't want to waste my life. I don't have much time left. Okay? It's a mind of greed and arrogance. That's why you cannot understand for the first place. Isn't that scary? You cannot understand because you're greedy and because you are arrogant. If you're like that, forget it. You'll never be able to develop contemplative wisdom. Never. Is it clear? No. Peter said, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm never going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you agree with that text? The subtlety here is very, very important. 
It takes a teacher like me to dare look at you in the face and say, you should not insist on understanding. I'm telling you that you should develop the attitude that if I understand, great. I don't understand, it's okay too. I will. And be happy with it. Don't insist on understanding. Don't insist on saying I'm important or, you know, I don't want to waste my time. That's very important. I have to let go of that demand. Okay? It's one of the most difficult things to do, by the way. To develop true understanding. That's why it's so difficult to develop true understanding. Because you're greedy, because you're arrogant. Which manifests itself on the insisting on understanding right away. Of course you will understand, I assure you. You will understand. You have no choice. You will understand. Trust me. You have no choice but understand it. But it has to be a little bit longer before that happens. Is it clear? So there's no need to insist right now. Thế thì mình quan trọng là tại vì Thầy nói là không cần phải đòi hiểu ngay lập tức. Tại sao vậy? Tại vì trước sau gì quý vị sẽ hiểu. Không bao lâu nữa quý vị sẽ hiểu. Thành đòi làm cái gì? So for you to insist on understanding right away is not necessary. There's no need. That's how you get rid of it. Okay? There's no need. You will understand. Just be patient. Chỉ cần kiên nhẫn một tí nữa, đợi thêm một tí nữa, từ từ sẽ hiểu, tự động nó sẽ hiểu, chắc chắn sẽ hiểu. Không cách nào cũng hiểu được hết. Thành đòi hiểu ngay làm cái gì? Cái đó không cần thiết. Alright. Since Shubhuti actually has no practice, it's called Shubhuti delights in practicing Arana. Sư Zun, Sư Zun, Thế Tôn, nếu con tác niệm ta đắc đạo A-la-hán thì Thế Tôn liền chẳng nói tu bồ đề ở hành A-la-na vì tu bồ đề thật không không, không chỗ hành nên nói tu bồ đề là người ưa hành A-la-na I'm on slide 288 The concept called Arana Quang niệm là A-la-na It's a Sanskrit that that uh, can be translated as still and quiet. Thầy được dịch ra là tịch, tỉnh. Okay. In that state, there's no phenomenon. Trong cái cảnh giới của cái Alana này, nó vô sự. Vô sự. Okay. Uh, what does it mean? Uh, uh, no phenomenon. This is another concept that's very important as well. You need to be aware of. Okay. Uh, uh, what is a phenomenon? A phenomenon is an example or manifestation. 
Cái, cái sự là gì? Cái sự là một cái ví dụ hoặc là một cái hiện hiện diện ra. Okay? Because uh, in in Buddhism there's two concepts, phenomenon and nominal. Okay? À, nên Phật giáo có cái có cái sự với lý. Okay? Nominal, nominal is the principle. Okay? Buddhist principle, for example, the principle of emptiness. It's called principle, it's called nominal. Okay? Phenomenon is a manifestation of that principle. Okay? If you will, if you understand, if you have a little bit of background in mathematics, or you're learning about mathematics, mathematics has something called a theorem. Right? You learn about something called theorem. For example, it says, E, e equals mc squared. That's a theory. Okay? And so the theorem has application of the theorem. Okay? So the principle is the theory, the nominon. The phenomenon is the application of the theory, a manifestation of that theory in the real life. An application of that. For example, okay, we talk about the theory, the nominon of emptiness. Li gan shi. Li vi shi. Li là chỉ là cái giáo lý. Sự là cái sự, một cái ví dụ của cái, cái giáo lý đó. Ví dụ như, cái lý là cái lý của cái không. Okay? Cái sự là một cái ví dụ của cái không. Cái người mà hiểu được cái không rồi ấy, thì tự nhiên con người đó sẽ không còn tham nữa là cái sự không còn tham lam nữa là sự tại sao tại vì người hiểu được cái chân lý rồi cái chân lý là đã không rồi còn gì đâu mà tham lam nữa lì gân sư 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 chơi nhàng lì chứ sư lì xua bị phăng số lì chứ sư cung cung lì sư chứ sư xua lì mấy yếu mấy yếu wang yu mấy yếu mấy yếu yu sư yi ge shi yin wei shi ru wo ji chen de tong li ji bu hei yi wo hei you shen shen me shen me yu okay na shi shi okay you understand the principle the nominon is that everything is empty it's called the theory of emptiness he says you are empty i'm empty this camera is empty this temple is empty Okay? What does it mean? That if this is, there's an earthquake and this temple disappears, or there's a fire that burns this down, there's no attachment. Or they take things from this temple, no attachment. <laughs> okay? Because everything's empty. Why should I get offended by this, by that? Right? That's a, that's a phenomenon. If you understand the principle of emptiness, Then it it is manifests itself in your action, phenomenon is your action, is your behavior, is your conduct. Is it clear? If you understand the principles, then it manifests itself in your conduct, in your behavior. Li gan shi shi de 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 ge de ge wan qi shi li shi ni dong de dong qi jiu ni de shi jiu shi shi ni de xing wei. 你行为应该反映 
你所懂的理，对不对？比方说，如果是如果是你真的懂，啊、呃，那那那功的道理，有人来呃呃呃来来呃呃呃偷你的东西，你不会烦恼，因为是你知道是那那个东西都是供，所以不必烦恼，对不对？这样是是。是是你的行为，这理不是那光照，这理那么条，这这道理 ，OK， 这理嘛，那那么条，所有的事都是空，这只是一个道理，对吧？你如果你了解空了，就会有人来到这个佛殿，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，给你，你就不会生气了，不会生气，不会生气。OK， 这就是事实。Is it clear? The phenomenon is observed by your behavior. Your behavior reflects your understanding of the principles. OK. So what does it mean? No phenomenon. Anyone, you think you get away with sitting there and doing nothing? Ah,、uh-uh, doesn't work like that in my lecture.、Uh, I will, I test your comprehension right away. I just explain to you a very profound principle, very important concept in Buddhism. Phenomenon, phenomenon. Thầy mới giảng cái vị cái lý về sự đó. Thầy hỏi cái vị ngay lập tức. Thằng khi trong cái bài trong cái cái tấm này hai trăm tám mươi tám nói là vô sự như là sao? Thế là vũ sự là sao mà vậy? Come on, <laughs> don't fall asleep. Yes. And what does it mean? No phenomenon. Close. Okay, I will give you for that. <laughs> Anyone else? Yes. I'll give it a try.、Um, does that mean no changes would affect you, like you're completely detached from attachment? Very close. Very very close. Excellent. What's your name? What do you learn Buddhism from? Very good. Anyone else? Anyone else? If inside your mind is still and quiet, then there is no phenomenon. If you understand emptiness, it's still and quiet inside. It's very, very quiet, very peaceful. Then there's no phenomenon. <laughs> very good, very good.、Uh, this guy, this guy is so attached to his castle, his worldly possessions. 
cái tịch tỉnh là cái trong cái đầu của quý vị nó 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 được nó được nó được nó được thanh tịnh nó được an lạc chỉ chinh nó cái chỉnh chế chỉnh chế hoặc là chỉnh chế chỉnh chế nó cái chỉnh chế là lì miên dài 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 lì miên não 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 lì mấy ở sao mà sao mà sư chế cái cái tâm quý vị mà nó tịch tỉnh là cái tâm nó an lạc nó nó hoàn toàn nó im lặng thì như vậy quý vị sẽ thành vô sự tại sao if your mind is still quiet then there's no phenomenon that's my that's my hint to you get it or not if your mind is still quiet meaning that no attachments okay. no attachments ni de ni de xin sư ji jing chiu ni bu hui you so much to talk tobutai and therefore 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 you will not react when people come and test you is it clear no phenomenon no behavior you cannot observe behavior isn't that beautiful huh because you have no attachment whatsoever you want to take it take it but by the way you're stealing from me okay Is it clear? You don't react. You don't get afflicted. Okay? You want to kill my prestige? <laughs> Very perceptive. Yeah, yeah. Very perceptive. Uh, yeah. Khi mà nó tịch tỉnh rồi á, là vô sự có nghĩa là sao? Mình hoàn toàn có phản ứng nào hết. Nó tới, nó chửi mình, nó mắng mình, nó ăn cắp đồ mình. Mình nói, ok, ăn cắp thì ăn cắp đi, lấy thì lấy đi. Nên nói cho quý vị biết, quỳ đó ăn cắp đó, quỳ ráng mà chịu, ăn tạo nghiệp ráng mà chịu. Phiền não làm gì? Mình đi dẫn kinh tiếp, thì giờ đâu? Tụi nó tạo nghiệp nó ráng mà chịu. Ok? Is it clear? The no phenomenon here means you don't react, you don't get afflicted. They do anything, but you will not, they will not, you will not react to them. What's another explanation for that? That's called samadhi. Thus, thus unmoving. They cannot move you. That's why it's no phenomenon. Is it clear? No matter what they do, they yell at you, they, they insult you, they say, you are an unworthy monk, you are a coward, you are, you are, you are unethical, you are a thief, you are all those things. For half an hour, you listen to, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Tiếng nó tụng mà, à, đang nghe explain gì là mình, cái 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 vô sự như vậy này, vô sự là, người ta cho cái cho cái cái gì mà cái ví dụ, người ta vô sự, 
ta tới ta vào trong phật điện quý vị đó ngay chỗ quý vị thờ phượng đó phật bồ tát nó chửi nó như vì là cái đồ cái đồ nó chửi tục quý vị nó nó nói là cái vị đồ ẩm cấp nói cái vị là cái đồ không xứng đáng nói vì đồ hèn hạ cái này nọ hết đó ok nói nửa tiếng đồng hồ mình nói ô vậy hả vậy hả vậy hả mình hoàn toàn không tiền kể từ đó nó tạo nghiệp nó ráng người chịu mình đâu có tạo nghiệp đâu and this is folks this is fundamental to the arhats he will not react to you you cannot provoke him that's why i said earlier that's how the arhat behaves he will not compete with you you cannot get him to compete and fight with you okay no matter how hard you try You only tire yourself. Getting worked up. Your heart will not react to you. Will not engage with you. Period. Okay? Yes? They don't have a sense of humor? Not all our hearts. Some arts like have no sense of humor at all, I agree. I show you some pictures. You look at the face, oh my god. <laughs> okay? But some arts very humorous. Okay? It's okay to be to have humor. I prefer the arts to have humor, by the way. I don't like the arts to have no humor. người nói vậy có hỏi là vậy a la hán có có cái khôi hài không người thầy nói là à, à, tùy người có những người a la hán hoàn toàn nghiêm dễ sợ không khôi hài hết đó à, có những người có những người a hán rất là khôi hài thì cá nhân thầy thì thích người a la hán có khôi hài hơn alright any other questions this in this and this state There's no mark outside, there's no mind inside. Cái cảnh giới này, ở ngoài là không có cái tướng gì cả, ở trong thì không có cái tâm. Cái chính trị là xăng trình yu quại, xin xí yu nây. What does it mean? Outside, no mark. Ngoài biên mấy dầu xăng. Ở ngoài không có tướng Nghĩa là sao Everything is Empty Outside Is it clear? So what? So what that uh, 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 That uh, the car is, is, is white Or the car is dented Or the house on fire All those are marks We don't attach to it Okay? So outside we are attached to no marks ở ngoài mình không chấp một cái tướng gì hết có nghĩa là xe nó cháy nhà nó sụp mình mình không quay cũng cũng không có gì hết ok inside there's no mind lì nay mấy dầu xin meaning what even your mind doesn't even move cái tâm mình không có động nhị xin bu tung bu huy tung Clear? What does it mean that no mind inside? No thought. 
thoughts. You cannot get this guy to move, to generate a thought. Cái người này, mình không thể nào khiến người ta động cái tâm, có nghĩa là khởi một cái tư tưởng, chỉ như cái sư xẹp, ta vui hơi. Vui hơi chỉ sống một sư xẹp. Mấy yếu, mấy yếu sống một sư xẹp. Mấy yếu hoàng niệm, mấy yếu dĩ cơ hoàng niệm. Linh yêu, dĩ cơ hoàng niệm dễ mấy yếu. Ok? It's always quiet. Okay. Look now, cũng yên tĩnh hết. This is why I may tell you, you cannot observe this. Let me tell you, this is fascinating to me because I keep on telling people that, but this is, but people won't pay attention. You go to India, to those ashrams, and you see these guys with, with hair on top. Okay? Okay? And they sit there. And that's a state very close to always quiet. The mind is so quiet. They're so detached. Okay? The, the mind is not quite quiet yet, but it's very close. It's about 50%. Okay? And that's an incredible state. Because our, noise, our mind is so noisy. There are so many thoughts. Crisscrossing constantly. These guys, they virtually have no thoughts. They have very, very subtle thoughts. They can't even see. But that's very remarkable. Mấy cái đi bác định của bên Ấn Độ giáo đó. Mấy cái ngài mà vấn tóc ngồi trong mấy cái đền thờ của Ấn Độ giáo đó. Người ta ngồi đó mà cái tâm cái tâm vọng tưởng rất lý. Rất rất là tuyệt vời. Như còn xa lắm. Chứ phải là như cảnh giới Alana này đâu. And that's another name for no stripes samadhi. Đó là một cái tên khác cho cái vô tranh. Vô tranh định. Any questions about this? Okay, 289. Impure, impure means that thought is impure. Contention, you have comparison. It's a very subtle form of contention, right? I have obtained something. That's a form of contention. You notice that? It's very subtle. If you begin first by comparing. Okay? Okay. Uh, Alana, hạnh, là một cái hạnh mà nếu mà nói là à, Ngài Tu Bồ Đề đang, đang, đang tu cái hạnh Alana này, thì cái đó không thể nói rằng là Ngài đang tu à, cái, 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 cái rất tình hạnh. Tại ngay cái tư tưởng mà đắc được cái quả, đó là một cái sự cạnh tranh và cái bất tình. Bất tình tại còn cái tư tưởng, còn một cái tư tưởng là tôi được cái quả. Cái, 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 cái cạnh tranh là tại sao? Cạnh tranh là có cái sự so sánh. Quả vị với không quả vị Nó bắt đầu với cái so sánh à, Ngồi vô hề 
讲国语，听得懂吗？哎，谢谢你，你很慈悲啊。啊、um, ，And therefore, if you still have the thought that I'm practicing arana, then uh, that would we not have be free from desire. Uh, and that's simply a false thought. Yeah. And uh, uh, and uh, all ahas, when you get the stage ahat, is called practicing and yet without practicing. Remember, we, yesterday we talked about contention and yet no contention. Same exact principle. Tới trình độ alahat thì mình không còn một khi còn một cái sự tranh giành nào cả thành lúc mình tu thiệt ra mình tu mà giống mình không tu giống ngày hôm qua mình giảng pháp mà nói là mình tranh thiệt ra mình không tranh ok đó là cái cảnh giới nó tương tự như vậy người ta không còn khi họ không còn chấp vào một cái gì nữa không còn chấp vào cái ngã không chầm còn chấp cái pháp và trong cái tâm nó không có cái gì mà phải đáng chấp trước hết ok à, Uh, the uh, 那个境界是没有什么思想，没有妄念啊，也没有一个念在说啊，我啊我啊在修行，或是我不在修行，是那那那境界是你修行，呃，可是好像是没有。啊，修行，我不修行，你不修行，可是你在修行，是没有那个不修行或者修行的相，修行的或不修行的执着。嗯 ，It's important to distinguish, distinguish this because actually they cultivate and yet they don't cultivate. They don't cultivate and yet they cultivate. Why is that? Because they don't. Attached to either cultivation or non-cultivation. You see, for us lazy people, we say we don't want to cultivate. We'd rather enjoy ourselves. It's an attachment to non-cultivation. Am I correct? Yeah. Whereas for you, great disciples and stud- students of the Buddha Dharma, you say we cultivate. Then you fall into the side of attaching to cultivation. The ahat. It's neither. He's in the middle. He's attached to neither side. Is it clear? Okay. He's attached to nothing. He's attached to no self. He's attached to no dharma. Self is the person who cultivates. Dharma is that I'm cultivating something. Dharma is anything. Okay. Dharma refers to anything. That's a technical jargon, Buddhist jargon. Dharma is just anything. You cannot come up with a name. You say Dharma. Okay. So you don't attach to yourself cultivating. You attach to anything you cultivating. Okay. There's there's nothing whatsoever, and that's why the mind is nothing that he's obtaining. Okay. And then, thành bởi vậy cái tâm nó không chấp vào cái gì hết, không chấp vào ngã, không chấp vào pháp. Thì bởi vì trong cái tâm không thấy có gì mà có thể khả đắc, bất khả đắc. So you
Any questions? We're plodding right along. Hmm. 290. Therefore, when they practice the arana thing here, it's only a name to describe, to help you understand. They don't see themselves practicing arana. Thành cái người mà tu hành arana này, mà hiểu rồi, mà thông đạt rồi, thì trong tâm họ, họ không thấy họ tu arana nữa. Để họ phải nói, họ giảng cái gì nghe thôi. Chứ trong tâm họ không thấy tu gì hết. Okay? Vì cái arana chỉ là một cái một cái hư danh để giúp chúng ta hiểu cái pháp thôi. Okay. Siêu xỉn ơ lãn na đờ xỉn trợ chú tao sư ơ lãn na chú sư yí gơ wang mình. So what happens is uh, Shubhuti who practice around the around conduct, okay, he he basically cultivates purity. Cái người mà tu hành alana là cái người tu cái thanh tịnh hạnh. Ở lại là sinh sinh trở, sự trai trai siêu, nên là nên là chinh chinh đó, sinh huệ. Okay. However, there's no fixed or actual substance. There's no thing, no dharma which he has obtained. Not even anything called arana in his mind. Okay. Thành cái người này á, khi mà nói họ thì họ trong tâm họ không thấy gì là alana nữa. Nói gì mà là xứng đáng gọi là alana nữa. Thế cái rần na sự hô, bù huê, trai xin xin lì, huê dẫu xe mơ hoang xiang, yi ding xe bù huê xiang xe vô tở so, in essence, when you reach a fourth stage ahatship, okay, when you, yes, when you reach a fourth stage ahatship, at that point in time, okay, it cannot occur unless, and let me show a distinction for you, for your sake, okay, when you cultivate, you say, I want to reach fourth state ownership, right? Khi vị tu đó, phải nói, tôi muốn đắc tới tư quả là hả? Am I correct? We all agree on that. Yeah, we all want a fourth state ownership, right? It sounds good, right, Chini? It sounds good. Whatever it is, it sounds good. I want it. It's great, actually. And it's free. So it's not bad. I love free freebies, okay? Doesn't cost anything. So it's worthwhile. Okay. We all want to get there. Okay? But the closer you are to it, that very moment, just before you get it, you say, I don't want it anymore. That's when you get it. Because as long as you still have that thought, you cannot get there. <laughs> and this is the problem with the worldly people. You cease to have that thought. That's correct. Very good. Yeah. At that point, you naturally cease. By the way, you naturally cease. Excellent. Very good text. So you need a goal in life, like everything else in life. You need a goal. You need to set the proper goal, the worthwhile goal. Okay. And then, when you get close to it, naturally. You stop wanting it. That's when you get there. Isn't that fascinating? 
for for us worldly people, when you get a goal of becoming a millionaire, when you get there and say, ha ha, one more dollar, one more dollar, right? It doesn't work like that in transcendental pursuits. You have to let go. Then you get all of it. Isn't that beautiful? That's the difference. That's the difference. Okay? <laughs> I'm not answering that. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, 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 okay. Nói cái việc nghe chỉ vui. Nói, 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 nói chỉ nhảm đi. Là, mình tu, ai cũng vậy. Mình biết là ai cũng muốn nên đặt tới tứ quả là hạng. Tại mấy cái quả vị nó tuyệt vời. Đều thành mình được đặt mục tiêu là muốn tới đó. Để càng ngày càng tới gần vậy. Muốn khi mà thiệt sự mà sắp tới tới nồi rồi, tới quả là hạng rồi, thì phải xả cái tâm là muốn tới tới quả là hạng mới tới được. Cái thế gian Pháp á, là cái vị trả hạng muốn làm triệu phú là phải cần có thêm một đồng là tôi được một triệu rồi. Mình chụp thêm một đồng là mới được. Còn cái thứ quả là hạng mình phải xả hết tất cả, mình mới tới được. Ok? Thế nó tụng á, thì những ai dù với cái mu đi, hình hình, hình chữ tợ, suy nghĩ, hình chữ tờ giao, tờ tao, sư của ơ lộ hạng. Nhà sư sinh tự nhau, xăng tự sư, sư của ơ lộ hạng. Đó. Nó là cái sự hồ Nì găng găng giao Tả tao sứ của Ơ-la-hạn Nì yên gai Bà chắc là niên Giao tờ sứ của Ơ-la-hạn Chú theo Sài cơ gì tới Sứ của Ơ-la-hạn Ok That's what he said Even though This guy at that point He certified the fourth stage Ahad in his mind, he says, it's nothing. That's when he truly gets it. That's why his wife turned to him and said, did you get it? Did you get it? He says, no. <laughs> Goodbye, honey. See you next lifetime. <laughs> okay? No, he does. He does know. He does know. He does know. He's aware. Why? Because he's no longer attached to that. You see, before, just before he is so attached, remember, it takes a lot of intensity to get there. Get so close. Because it takes a lot of want, a lot of desire. I want it so much. I want so much. I'm willing to give up this, 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 this. Okay? Because I want to see what it's like. And so when he gets it, he says, wow, it's worthwhile. It's wonderful. Okay? He realizes it's wonderful. When this fourth stage ship, you experience this kind of bliss that you never experienced before. That's why you know. The bliss from the freedom of any desire is incredible bliss. That's why he knows. He's no longer mental, he's no longer intellectual. He knows from his guts, because his guts tells him it feels so good. Never like this before. I'm so free. It's so wonderful. It feels so wonderful. I've never been this free before. So he knows. Cái này đặc biệt lắm, thiên điểm. Người tước quả La-hán á, okay. tới đó câu hỏi là người lúc mà đắc cái tước quả La-hán có biết mà đắc được là không biết. Tại vì thầy cứ nói hay là tới đó họ không thấy gì hết đó. Làm sao mình biết mình đắc được tước quả La-hán? It's a good question by the way. Uh, it's a tough one. You are a dangerous one. 
Thằng thầy mới giảng cho không biết ông ai cái câu hỏi này, họ hóc búa đó, những phải cái ông này ông khỉ. Chưa muốn hỏi cái câu hóc búa không? I, I explained Vietnamese that your question is very tough in very unflattering terms. <laughs> Just want to make sure you don't miss anything in a translation. <laughs> à, cái, 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 cái câu hỏi này hóc búa đồng tài, nó tới đó, nó, thầy nói không đắc gì hết, không biết có được tứ quả là án không? Biết hay là không? Nghĩ chứ tao ngủ ý điên điên á thằng cái ông này ông hóc búa lắm thành 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 ra khi mà tới tới hòa la hán họ biết chứ tại sao họ biết tại vì như vậy này khi mà quý vị đắc cứ hòa la hán một cái á thì cái 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 lạc đó cái lạc nó 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 tuyệt vời nó sướng không thể tưởng được tại sao có cái lạc đó cái lạc đó là tại cái lạc nó sinh trưởng từ cái sự vắng mặt của tất cả cái vọng niệm tất cả cái tham dục nó sướng không thể tưởng được thằng đó không biết ngay lập tức ông nói chưa bao giờ tôi sướng như vậy ta biết ngay lập tức tại vì không tham là mới sướng được như vậy nghe rõ ok remember one hard question possession ok so 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 The mind says, I actually obtain nothing. There's nothing in the mind. But the gut feeling is that the bliss is there. The bliss from the lack of thoughts. Okay? okay. Therefore, when you look, you cannot see it. So, you can vì vậy thì chi bất kiến có nghĩa cái vị nhìn nó trố mắt mà nhìn không thấy được cái gì hết you see a guy who is a four stage art can you see anything you see any special thing about says whoopee I got four stage hardship no he never do it we never act any differently than before not different than before that's why you can't see anything thằng cái người này mà tới tứ quả là hán rồi người ta không nhảy nhảy lên nhảy xuống đâu nói là tôi đắc tứ quả đâu ngài chỉ như thường ấy, giống như không có chuyện gì xảy ra thành mình nhìn trố mắt mà nhìn không nên biết là đắc được hay không đắc được ok those who listen cannot hear trố trố tai trỏ tai mà nghe nghe không được hết there's nothing at all that's manifest that is remember earlier the no phenomenon À, yeah. vô hữu không có gì không có được cái gì hết đó. tức là cái vô sự mà mình nói cái mà hai tấm hai ba tấm trước no phenomenon whatsoever okay that is what the Chinese this is the typical of the arhat a very important concept vũ duo okay vô sự okay. người a la hán vô sự không có làm gì hết Vũ dụng, vô tác 
Wuzuo translate into English as non-action or no phenomenon. Is it clear? The Chinese always use the word Wuzuo that indicates as the aha state. Non-action. He will not act. No matter what you do, he will not react. That's why you're so free. No matter what, you're still at ease. Okay? It can't make you to act. It can't get you to act. You're free. It doesn't mean you don't care. You care. But you're free. You will not react. Is it clear? You don't, you're not dead. You simply will ex- embrace everything. In Mahayana perspective, understand the non-action is not, doesn't mean you're dead. Non-action means you accept everything. You don't reject anything. Neither the good nor the bad. You accept everything. It's good, wonderful. It's bad, it's okay. That's called freedom. Don't you agree? You are not free because you insist on either good or bad. Right? The masochists want pain for others, for, for themselves. Okay? They insist on the negative. So, you're free from either extremes, from, from action. Thành cái, 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 thị chi bất kiến, thinh chi bất văn, vô hữu, có nghĩa là, hồi nãy mình giảng đó, vô sự đó, tức là cái A-la-hán gọi là vô tác, vũ chuộng. Isn't it wonderful? Think about it. We always initiate things. I want this, I want that. It's from desires. The Ahad says, it's okay. Whatever happens, I accept. And that's the state of utmost happiness, by the way. Cái cảnh nhớ là cảnh nhớ của cái cái hạnh phúc tuyệt vời, sự khoai lời, chân khoai lời. Thùng nhi với thùng nhi, you agree or disagree? Because as long as you insist on either the negative or positive, you are unhappy when it doesn't happen. Agree? Tại vì khi một khi cái vị đòi có là không, thì cái vị sẽ bất hạnh khi mà nó không được có. Rubo ni sư chẳng giao sao mà bu tở đó hoa thì bu hơi bu hơi 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 bu lợn, bu 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 sĩ hoa, là là thực sự bu học. Cho nên chân đờ khoai lợn chỉ sự mấy hầu sao mà hoàng vị, sao mà đâu hoàng đờ, nó hận 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 this is a wonderful, wonderful state. This is a, a state of constant happiness. No matter what, you're happy. You see that? You have it, you're still happy. You don't have it, you're still happy. You enjoy what you have. You still enjoy what you don't have. Yes. It's very hard. 
Yes, it's not, it's not easy. But it, it's hard because, because at very far from it, we think it's hard. As you get closer and closer, it's, it's a lot easier. Trust me. It's hard at the lower end. The lower end is hard. But as you get closer to fourth, it's much easier. Okay? Because as you get, the reason, I'm not saying that as, as a commercial, as, a, as a, to mislead you. I'm saying that because it's true. The higher you get up there, the easier it is for you to let go. Right now it's hard because, because it's very tough for us to let go. We're so attached. But the fact you have the literary wisdom to know that you should let go will help you eventually get there. This is important, folks, because, by the way, very few teachers would dare tell you that it's, it's, it's a, uh, getting rid of sexual desire is desirable, is a good thing. They wouldn't dare talk to you like that. Huh? Because I'd have to tell you that because I'll tell you, give you the proper literary wisdom. If I dance around it, then my Buddha Dharma, the Buddha Dharma I'm teaching, is not the true Buddha Dharma. I have to tell you the truth. Otherwise, you'd be wasting your time. Yes. So they normally do dance around all yes. the yes. teachers, all the Tibetans, all the teachers. Yes. And what bothers me, by the way, Buddhism is taught out there, is that they say, uh, uh, happiness is based on getting what you want. Yes. That's not true happiness. It's not a Buddhist happiness. Buddhist happiness is, is letting go. To let go. To learn to let go. That's when you get true happiness. It's very easy. It's not easy. But it's the truth. It's not. And, and that's what people don't dare tell you about. They say, because what? If I tell you to let go, then how can I tell you to give me money? Or buy my, my book? Or give money to my, donate money to my temple? Right? <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't help me. So, I cannot, I, I'd rather dance around it. And hopefully you like me enough to give me money. <laughs> In a subtle way. So that's why the literary wisdom is so important. You understand that? It's important. I'd rather offend you right now and say, okay, you know, sexual desire is not as great as you think. And I have proof for you because the more, the higher you reach, the more you see through sexual desire, you see sexual desire is not great. There's something else much more fascinating, much more rewarding than sexual gratification. I tell you flat out. So much more. And the ultimate at your level is at the fourth stage R. This ultimate is so wonderful. I mean, at that stage, you look at sexual desire. <laughs> please, please, please. And you call it great? <laughs> Come on! And along the way, along the way, you begin to see it already. Okay? That's what's so fascinating about cultivation, I tell you, I assure you. It is so fascinating because the progress helps make it easier and easier and easier. As long as you believe and have the proper literary wisdom. You agree that the path has to go through no sexual desire. 
if I tell you there's an easier path that go like this, it will take you a lot longer. Okay? You eventually get there. But that's not literary wisdom. Is it clear? Cái phần này phần quan trọng. Thầy phải giảng cho rõ ràng. Phần đa số những cái thầy mà giảng là thầy giảng ta ngại nói cái chuyện mà cái tình dục. Ta nói là bỏ chuyện tình dục của chuyện 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 khó mà giảng cho người ta lắm. Thầy nói là cái văn huệ chân chân chính là phải nói phải phải tin rằng là là bỏ cái tình dục. Bùi giao duy bùi giao duy nhiệm. Sư, sư, sư quỳnh huệ Chân là quỳnh huệ sư Nhị yên gai Yên gai xăng xin sư Sư duy niên sư bố học Tuy niệm bố học All the teachers Don't dare talk like that Bia đó, bia đó, bia đó sư phụ Bố gần Chân bà sô Xăng đi chân bà sô Okay. thì những cái những cái thầy khác không dám giảng cái vị như vậy tại sao tại vì tại vì tại vì nó khó mà giảng nhất là nhất là nói một chuyện có hài một tí nếu mà nói cái gì mà không không có tham lam không có tham nữa thì làm sao mà nó khuyên cái vị là cúng tiền cho thầy để mà thầy để mà thầy uh, mua xe hơi mua xây nhà lầu uh, xây chùa bây giờ ok thành ra cái 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 chuyện mà cái văn huệ chân chính là quý vị phải hiểu rằng là cái cái tình dục là cái một cái vô minh the proper literary wisdom is to say sexual desire is simply ignorance it causes problems ok thành ra mình thấy cái vô minh như vậy thành ra nếu quý vị tin được như vậy thì có thể cái vệ tới được cái tứ quả là hắn nó lẹ hơn nhiều có thể mở cái huyệt chân chính nó lẹ hơn nhiều tại sao như vậy tại là lúc đầu á cái trình độ đầu á thì nó hơi khó một tí mà tại vì cái dục vọng nó còn nhiều càng ngày càng lên cao thì dục vọng nó càng ít thì lúc đó cái tình dục nó dễ nó dễ dàng hơn nó dễ dàng đối phó tới cái trình độ của tứ quả là hắn rồi cái tình dục á nó nó đối với cái người tứ quả là hắn nó không ra gì hết cái, cái cái lạc của cái tứ quả là nó quá sướng nó sướng hơn cái tình dục nhiều thành ra cái tình dục cái chuyện tình dục nó quá dễ dàng okay and that's the end of today's lecture okay thank you all for coming next we will do the transference for rebirth to help this uh, uh, all the people obtain rebirth to the people okay it's a last act, last act of kindness we're gonna do today okay Ah, let me uh, let me uh, uh, mark where I'm at so that you can continue from a proper place next time around.